a lot of people go through their lives only seeing and entertaining one perspective, one main perspective on how to look at life and how to approach life. But an artist is capable of creating an interesting piece of music because they can see a multitude of different ways of how to look at life. And oftentimes I refer to this ability as being about sensitivity. You're sensitive to a lot of different input that most people would normally dismiss or not pay attention to. And that sensitivity allows you to create complex art, but it also makes you vulnerable because it makes conceptualizing life a hell of a lot more complicated. And in my experience, a lot of musicians and creative types suffer from a sort of a identity crisis. It's far more difficult to actually form your identity if there's a plethora of different things that you see being valid. And because your creative mind is breaking boundaries, it becomes increasingly more difficult to actually form a strong, rigid identity. There's a lot of leverage that comes with that ability. But the downside is that you can get quite confused about who you are and you can lose yourself in that complexity. So because of that, I'm sure a lot of artists can relate to the feeling of being a bit too fluid, a bit too hazy. And although it helps with your art, it helps with your music, it's not so great of a tool when it comes to spending time with yourself and strengthening your identity. And that's always a very, very important thing in life because it makes operating in the world far easier. And you need to define what you're about. You need to know who you are because that gives you focus. And focus is always necessary if you want to achieve anything in life. If your focus is always shifting around, you'll never get anywhere. And even when you see validity in a bunch of different perspectives to life, which there is, there are a ton of different perspectives that are all true in different ways, there are always perspectives that are more true and relevant and important for you. And it's really important that you stay focused on those perspectives because otherwise you can't guide your life towards the direction that you want it to go. I'm sure a lot of creative types and people overall can relate to the feeling of being unfocused. And as you enter different sort of situations, those situations often dictate the way you are instead of you bringing yourself to those situations. Now, some of that is due to the personality trait of openness and uh, agreeableness. And those are 
great things. They're useful things to a certain extent, but you can't be open and agreeable to an unlimited extent because then you become nothing and you can't guide yourself towards what you've found to be true to yourself. And I'm sure a lot of people can relate to the feeling of a situation changing you and guiding you towards a direction that ultimately you're not comfortable with and you're not happy with. And you end up thinking, why did I behave that way? Why did I say that thing? Why did I not feel like myself? And why did I not do that one thing, although I knew that that was what I was supposed to do? And it's not nice to spend time with a person like that. You are stuck with yourself and you want to spend time with a person you respect and admire, hopefully. I think respecting yourself is of the highest importance. When you allow the situation to take you in different directions that you don't identify as being a part of you, you're doing what you expect your surroundings to want from you. And in those situations, you're pursuing likability. And in my experience and estimation, being liked is far inferior to being respected. Liking something is easy. You just conform to the limitations and specifications of whatever is evaluating you. But respect commands something more, something higher, something with more resolution. It goes deeper and it speaks to a more noble part of ourselves. So there was a point where I found that I was vague, hazy, fluid, undefined. And I would often leave different sort of situations thinking, why did I behave that way? I said things I don't believe in. I said things I don't want to say. And I felt like I wasn't in my own skin. I wasn't in my own head. I was simply being reactive to my surroundings. Of course, not to a complete degree, but far too much than what I was actually willing to give. And a lot of this behavior comes from fear and insecurity and being timid and ultimately addressing this issue and being able to form a one you is about bravery and it's about courage and it's about trusting and knowing what you've already confirmed to be true and what you've confirmed to be a part of you and bringing that to all situations and environments regardless of what those contexts actually are we're so afraid of judgment we're so afraid of being wrong of being disliked that we sacrifice who we actually are in order to be liked in order to be accepted and if you do that on a consistent basis then you become hazy and undefined.
and too fluid. And I'm saying all of this knowing that the world needs more openness. And we need a bit of that agreeable spirit in order to facilitate uh, a good environment for conversation and a healthy dialogue. So how do you form a one you? Trust what you've learned to be true. Trust what you've confirmed to be right. That doesn't mean you're not willing to change what those things are. You're always under revision. You're always revising who you are. You should always be growing and questioning who you are. But you know where you stand in this point in time and space. And this means that you've built a hierarchy of importance. You know your fundamental values. You know what kind of things you are not willing to sacrifice no matter what. Now, of course, you don't want to make that system too rigid, but if you've done your work and you've defined some of the core components to your life philosophy, use those as anchor points in whatever situation you're in. And then you need bravery and you need courage and you need surety to move forward. And if you don't know what those things are, then go and figure out what those things are. Because otherwise, you are vague, you are undefined, you are borderless. And when you are those things, it's very difficult to move into any direction and it's impossible to get anything done because you're always shifting, always changing. And although that might be insanely useful and beneficial when it comes to creativity and making music, unfortunately, our lives are anchored to a certain amount of practicality. We are in this fleshy form. We are operating in a physical reality. For things to change in your life, you need to be in a dialogue with this reality and with other people. It can't all be abstractions in your mind. It can't be formless, ever-changing. That's not the nature of our existence currently. So the entire point of having one version of yourself is to stay connected to the ultimate deeper values that you find to be true no matter what the context is that you're in. And also being able to move towards the directions that are connected to those values. So that's really the value of having one you, having one version of yourself. It grants you the opportunity of respecting yourself, to be constantly aligned with the things that you've confirmed to be right and valuable to you. And not only is life far more pleasurable and enjoyable when 
you have your own respect, when you can be proud of yourself and be someone you like to work with, not only do you have that, but it also gives you focus. And without focus, you don't really have a shot at moving towards the things that actually mean something to you and the things that actually align with your values, what you think is right, and the things that you respect. Finish.